Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier We'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at qu- uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforce network, our Twitter, at tforce network, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinity force podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforce podcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 837 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I am your host, N.A. Eric, and it is me and Colin and John, and uh, we're talking about Smolder, who's been out for w- one whole day at the time of this recording. We're recording this on February 1st, and he was he was in the patch that got released over a week ago, but he wasn't turned on until 
until the 31st of January. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk all about him. But, you know, before we get into that, we always got to check up and see how we're all doing. Colin, I'm going to arbitrarily start with you. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I got the here to record a podcast, eating some Mr. Noodles. It's going great. Played uh, one game of Smolder so far, and it went poor. poor. <laughs> it did not go very well. Um, okay. Outside of that, you know, just living life, working Monday to Friday, going to school, living a regular life. That's nice. It. Yeah. Nice. So I have a question for you that's unrelated to anything that you just talked about, okay. but I just thought about it, so I'm going to ask it. Um, of the places that my girlfriend and I are looking to move in the future, one of them is Vancouver, and I know that's the complete opposite side of Canada from you, but... Um, have you ever been there? I was just—I've never been. I don't know anyone that's been. I was just curious if you've ever been. Uh, no, oh. I've never been to Vancouver. Only one of my buddies—he's—he uh, lives there right now, and he's a construction worker, and he goes out and drinks every day, and has a, has a great time from his perspective. So, you know, that, gotcha. if, if you're up for that, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean that sounds great. Why are, and uh, I know that. Go ahead. Well, so I was gonna say. Uh, well, I was gonna. We were look. We're looking in like different places and stuff to move, um, just in the future because we want to figure out like places where we both want to live and then move because neither of us want kids, and uh, we'll have expendable income. So uh, our adventures are more moving different places and experiencing different places and all that, that sorts of stuff. So yeah, um, Pacific Northwest is on our list of places where we might want to move, and that includes like it'd be like Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. We haven't been to any of those, so. Just looking at the different options there. And I'm not super, I mean, I know it's expensive there. I'm not super worried about the prices. I looked at yesterday a quality of, uh, like a quality of life cost adjuster thing. And apparently Denver is more expensive to live in than Vancouver is. So I'm not super worried about that. That's They're both very, very expensive. To hear, yeah. Vancouver's like, yeah. one of the, like the two worst places in Canada, that in Toronto. So. Yeah, I looked at it and it's like for if you they use just as an example for if you're uh, living on seventy one hundred dollars a month in Denver, which is a lot of money, but still, if you're living on that much, then that you'll need uh, sixty five hundred, and this is in U.S. dollars, to get the same quality of life. So it's a little cheaper, not a lot cheaper, but a little cheaper. So I don't know how that would be different though, because I know that I'd have to purchase Canadian health insurance and that's a whole nother bucket and different. Well, so if you have any medical problems, you'd save in the long run. So yeah. So. Yep. For sure. So I was just curious about that. I was look, doing some research last night and thought about that. Yeah. Come but, to PEI, yeah. come down for a visit, you know, fall in love with that little Island. Never want to leave here except during the winter. <laughs> I love the winter. I, I fucking miss Minnesota winters, man. It's so mild here in Denver. Like it's been like 50, 60 degrees. I had the, Okay, so I guess let me look at what the temp is like right now. Uh, Denver weather, it's uh, okay, like 57 degrees. So I was w out walking my dog in like a t-shirt and shorts, and then I came back and I was like, this is like a summer evening for me. This is what I'm used to in like a summer evening. And man, I, uh, I miss like a real winter where it's like negative 10 when I go out to my car, and then I have to go warm it up for 10 minutes and freeze my ass off because I don't have proper gloves and then um, yeah I, I am not the same there I've uh, dealt with this coldness long enough uh, I could use a break this summer's actually been or this winter's been very good for us though so January's been great it's been very mild like North America wide yeah yeah 
I feel like so. Colin's response is the more typical response to that type of weather. It absolutely <laughs> <is>. Yep. <laughs> the cold is usually not fun. Unless, like, if you're out you know, snowmobile and goofing around outside in the snow, it's a, it's a great time. But I, yeah. I, when I walk People outside in the morning... People don't want to live in it much. Yeah, when I walk outside in the morning and it's cold, oof, it, it feels bad. <laughs> I don't have a good winter coat right now either, so that doesn't help me. Yeah, my winter coat for the nine years I was in Minnesota was a windbreaker that I took from my dad. Just because I, <laughs> that's it, it was yeah, fine. That'll work. It was it was fine, and I have my gloves that I still have are they are left and right, but they're mismatched from two sets that look similar. It took me like two years to realize that I'd accidentally taken one left and one right from two different ones that looked almost the same. I'm a moron. Does someone else have the other set <laughs> of different gloves, left and right. Fuck <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I uh, I have played Smolder though this this week. I played him ye- or yes yesterday. I played him last night. Uh, I played Smolder versus Smolder, and the lane was like Smolder Bard on my end versus Smolder Maokai. So it was basically just a farm fest down there, which was really nice. Cause that's what you want. And uh, I thought it was. I don't know. He's not my kind of champion. I was surprised his Q was point and click. I was expecting it to be like in a, a tiny AOE skill shot, but it's actually point and click. Um, yeah. Uh, he feels weird. He's like half like crit, half like a caster-ish, and, a li- and some on hit too. It's a weird mix of like skills. I was very torn on like what to build. I didn't really understand, like, I couldn't process it that well on what to build, but, um, yeah, did lose that game. We played a 4v5, and it lasted 30 minutes, because our Aphelios top lane, this was in quick play, Aphelios top lane uh, left when he was level 6, because he didn't want to play the game anymore. He said, we're already going to lose, and then I said, uh, I said something in chat to him, like, hang in there, show us your mental. He's like, I'll show you my mental, like this, and then disconnected. (laughs) You know what? That's unique. I like that. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we were on wave clear duty and shit. We almost won the game though, which was really surprising. We got to their inhibs, but didn't end up winning the game. Yeah, Smolder felt decent. We'll talk about it more though. But um, yeah, outside of that, just been playing Dave the Diver. Uh, played that a, a decent bit because I've been um, had some work queries that have taken hours to run. So haven't had much to do. Can only do so much cleaning in the house, especially cause I don't like cleaning. So, yep. Um, I managed to avoid an event accidentally, which I wanted to do. So I, there was like this person, there's a person who floated up to my boat on a raft and said that her husband was eaten by a great white shark and I needed to go avenge her. And I don't know what the reward was cause I didn't finish the mission, but I went into the cave and then, uh, didn't have the proper weapon to fight the great white shark and then left and then tried to go back the next day and the event was over. So I couldn't go like the next in-game day, not the actual next calendar day. So I totally missed killing, uh, I think it was like Tornado the Shark or something. It was yeah, You had to fight Sharknado? That's awesome. I, it was something <laughs> like that, yeah. Dude, there's this shark. It's called a <laughs> Megamouth shark. I don't know if it exists in real life. I'm kind of I'm, I'm curious. Let me see. Megamouth shark uh yeah that's a oh my god that's terrifying okay it's a lot cuter in the game but that's fucking terrifying um it's like it like sucks in almost like creates like a mini like a whirlpool towards it toward and then you have to like try and swim away from it and then it'll bite towards you so it does create like a mini 
underwater tornado almost. It's pretty cool. And I just Googled as well. That first picture, I Googled it. That's disgusting. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking nasty. Oh my God. If anyone doesn't know what a Mega Mel Shark is, look it up right now and you will immediately understand our uh, revolting reaction. But yeah, that's it with me. Otherwise, not a whole lot going on although i'm other than i'm this uh this saturday i'm going to there's a town outside of denver called golden which i'm sure a lot of people know or at least know of and the first saturday of every february uh february every year is the golden retriever festival in golden colorado so people there's like hundreds of people that bring their golden retrievers there hundreds or thousands so It'll just be really cool to be there for a couple hours and see just a sea of golden retrievers there. Get some food and get a drink or something. They shut down the streets for a couple hours and there's like pictures and all sorts of retail and stuff. It's really cool. It looks like anyways. I'm excited to go. Nice. That'll be fun. That was fun. Yeah. All right, John, your turn. What you been up to, man? Same old, same old. You know, work. Um, played a little league. Uh, not too much, really. Um, tried to play Smolder for the podcast, but for whatever reason, when I tried to do it on Quick Play, Smolder like wasn't an option to select. So I tried a draft. They got first pick. They got it. And then, I mean, it was fine. But I was a little sad I didn't get Smolder. But, I mean, we lost the game. But, I mean, I played already, I thought. So were you in the same lane as Smolder? Yeah. How's laning against it? How'd that feel? Uh, in, like, during the first probably eight minutes of the lane, I was, I had, like, double his CS. But, I don't know. Had a Nash support. What was the support that Smolder had? Nautilus. Okay. That doesn't fit him very well, I don't think. No, nah, it really just seems like Nautilus would just die to save you because Smolder's not going to do anything early game. No, not at all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just transition into into talking about it some. So, like, we're, we're expressing that Smolder's weak early, which is not shocking if you read his kit. Um, he has... A lot of his damage relies on scaling and AD ratios and everything, and then scaling his passive, which is an infinitely stacking thing similar to Vigor as well. So uh, I'm not surprised. I tried in practice tool, I tried a jungle clear with him, and I was able to do it. It wasn't unhealthy, but um, I was kiting a lot, and I got it done by 348, which is very slow. I'm not surprised he's not a good jungler, or not good at clearing, but um, that's that. Also, we'll get into it with his kit, you really don't want to play him in the jungle because it's really tedious to try and last hit everything with a with your Q when you have the cooldowns and your jungle pet yeah. is killing stuff. I, I can agree with that because my one game was in the jungle and the early game was very hard to get the Q last hits. Yeah, it's point click, but like until you get up to 25 stacks, you don't have that AoE explosion with your Q, so it's really hard to farm with it. You're slow. Very slow. And the cooldown is, it's not bad, but it's not as fast as you would want it for something that you're supposed to be last hitting constantly with. Yeah, so I guess, why don't I just read off his kit then? That's probably a good 
thing to do at this point before we get further into talking about him. So, okay, Smolder. Um, ranged, if you didn't know, ranged meant to be an ADC, does have mana, uh, and the attack range is 550, so totally standard attack range. So, uh, his passive is Dragon Practice. Smolder generates a stack of Dragon Practice every time he hits an enemy champion with an ability, or when his Q, Super Scorcher Breath, kills a minion or monster. His basic abilities deal bonus magic damage based on stacks, not his ultimate, just the basic abilities, the Q, W, and E. So his Q deals bonus magic damage equal to 40 to 50%, 52% based on crit strike uh, chance of dragon practice stacks. His W, which is a chew, um, the explosions deal bonus magic damage equal to 55% of your dragon practice stacks. And then his E, flap, 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 that's right, three, three flaps, that's the name of the ability. Um, the attacks each deal bonus magic damage equal to 20% of your dragon practice stacks. So the passive itself does not provide any actual benefits at all other than enhancing your basic abilities. So his Q, Super Scorcher Breath. So the cost is 23 to 35 mana, and then the cooldown is 5.5 to 3.5. It's a 0.25 cast time, and... Uh, it's a point and click, and it's the same range as... Well, so target range is 550 plus 100% bonus range, so it's always equal to his attack range. What that means is if you have a... Um, if you have a rapid-fire cannon, apparently it would be the same range as that. That's what I'm reading off the wiki. I may be a little wrong on that. but So the ability is Smolder spits a fireball at the target enemy that deals physical damage increased by 0 to 30% based on crit chance, applies on hit and on attack effects at 100% effectiveness, and lifesteal at 50% effectiveness. Um, at 25 stacks, when you have 25 stacks of the Dragon Practice, the Q gets upgraded into basically Form 1, Form 2. Uh, so when you have 25, the Fireball, when it explodes upon collision, deals the same physical damage to nearby enemies. It basically goes behind the primary target in three additional mini bolts. And then at 125 stacks, the Fireball sends forth two uh, plus one per 100 Dragon Practice stacks, bolts of fire in an arc upon uh, collision that explode at max range dealing 75% of the physical damage hit. So it's another additional area that those cues uh, detonate. And then um, at 225 stacks, enemies that are uh, enemies hit are set on fire for three seconds, causing them to take bonus true damage equal to 6.5% of their max health over the duration, capped at 300 against monsters. Enemy champions are also executed. If they are damaged to or while below 2% of their maximum health, and then that 2% also has a plus 1% per, per 40 Dragon Practice stacks. So if you're at 225, the Execute is actually 7%-ish, because you have um, 5 times 40 Dragon Practice stacks. You have more than 200. It's a little more than you add that to 2% you're getting about 7% of their max health, they will be executed if uh, if they take damage from your Q or are that lo or are lower than that below. Um, so the physical damage, how much damage does this ability do? So the until you get it 
to the 125, it does 15 to 55 base damage, so very low, plus 100% of your AD with a 15% AP, rate, uh, AP um, ratio. The maximum physical damage, if you have 30% or if you have 100% crit chance, is 19.5, uh, scaling up to 71.5, plus 130% AD and 19.5% AP. Then the additional bolts that do damage, just I guess I don't have to read through the math, they do 75% of the same physical damage to enemies hit. Um, okay, I'll just go through the rest of the abilities, I guess. A Chew is his W, costs 60 mana. The cooldown is 13 to 11 seconds. It has a short cast time of 0.35. The range is 1500, it goes quite far. Um, and then it has a pretty solid width of 125. So Smolder sneezes a fiery glob in the target direction that deals physical damage to enemies hit and slows them by 35% for 1.5 seconds. Slowing down in missile speed after traveling 1,200 units. So it's pretty fast until it goes 1,200, and then it gets quite slow. Hitting an enemy champion creates an explosion that deals physical damage to nearby enemies with subsequent explosions against the same target dealing 75% damage. And then a Chew deals 140% damage against minions and monsters. The Glob physical damage is 70 to 150, plus 25% AD, plus 35% AP. Uh, and then the Explosion, that if you hit an enemy champion, um, that damage is 25 to 85, plus 65% AP. That Explosion does not have an AD ratio. His, uh, By the way, you can buffer his W with the Flash, since it has a a cast time at 0.35, you can start the W and flash. Um, I did test that. His E is flap, flap, flap. Cost is 65 mana. The cooldown is 24 to 16. I think that's the same cooldown as Ezreal's E. Um, no cast time. The range is 700. The uh, Basically, Smolder takes flight for 1.25 seconds, gaining 100% bonus movement speed, unobstructed vision, so he gains additional vision in the area. Think of when Zoe uses her R or there's a Quinn W or something like that. Uh, and the ability to ignore terrain collision, just like when Aurelian Soul is flying. While in flight, he um, automatically fires up to 5 to 10, based on crit chance, bolts at the nearest and most wounded visible enemy. So he will prioritize the lowest health enemy, dealing physical damage with each hit and prioritizing enemy champions. So it'll go to champions first, then it'll go to uh, minions and monsters and such at an equal rate, I'm guessing. Um, flap, flap, flap ends immediately if Smolder casts one of his other abilities or becomes immobilized. The physical damage per hit is 15 to 35 plus 10% AD. It does not do a lot of damage, that ability. And then his ultimate, which is MOM, is 100 mana. The cooldown is 120 to 110. It has a cast time of 3 quarters of a second. And the... Uh, and it, it's basically like a pantheon ult in a way. Um, Smolder shouts for his mother to attack from above, causing her to exhale a wave of fire from behind him and towards the target direction, granting sight of everything around it as it travels. The wave heals Smolder if he's in the middle of it. So it's got basically, think of like a Senna ultimate. It's got an exterior and an interior part. The interior is the only part that does damage on a Senna thing. The whole area in Smolder's ultimate does damage. However, the interior only heals Smolder. It doesn't heal anyone else, but um, if he's in the exterior, it doesn't heal him. And then it deals physical damage to enemies hit with those in the center, that area that heals him, taking 30% increased damage. 
and becoming slowed by 40% for two seconds. So Smolder, when he if he gets healed, it's 110 to 200 plus 75% AP. The physical damage that it does is 225 to 475 plus 110% bonus AD. And this is in a big like Pantheon alt style arc. It's quite far that it goes to. Um, okay, so that's the whole kit. One more quick thing. On the alt, there's a 100% AP ratio as well. Oh, good catch. Yes, there is. So he has a lot of AP ratios. I didn't even realize that when I was playing him. Yeah, the self heal is a 75% AP ratio too on the ult. Yeah. And the W and Qs all have AP ratios as well. Maybe there's a weird... Dark Seal? You uh, can get Dark Seal. Oh, there is. I guess Dark Seal, but he's so crit-reliant that you for these ratios to get ex- extra stuff, so maybe then... I, I do have uh, some theory crafting going on in the background. Okay. So I guess before we get to your theory crafting then, um, I mean, so Colin, you played him. What were your experiences outside of the early jungle clear being total ass? Um, well, fighting early in the game, I felt pretty weak. I was able, like, if I was by, anytime I was by myself, I couldn't fight anybody. Because I was up against a Wukong in the enemy jungle. We met each other once at level 7, and he 100 deserted me. I didn't even do anything. I didn't damage him, didn't run away, wasn't able to do anything. Um, on ganks, uh, the damage was, the damage was decent, but, like, I needed the, my teammate there to do anything. After the early game, um... Farming got a bit easier, a bit nicer with the Q upgrades, catching a lot of waves and stuff. And uh, I don't know, like the, I didn't, I never got to the point where I had 225 stacks, so I never got to actually be like the uh, the pop off smolder that you would want in a game. So I didn't get to experience that. So uh, it wasn't overall very strong for me. But the uh, the Q cool- cooldown it gets down a lot, and I built a lot of ability haste, and I built an Avori that game, so I was spamming Q nonstop once I was there. So that was nice. Okay. Yeah, I when I played it, I played it in bot lane, so I, I got to play him in his actual role. Um, you mean jungle, jungle I agree with role? you. No, it's not. Uh, I agree with you that early on fighting was terrible. He feels so bad early. I think in general, he's very weak. So I'm not going to be banning Smolder at all. I'm totally fine if the enemy picks him or if my team picks him. Like, he's... I don't even think he's that safe, actually, because his E is so short. But, um, yeah, he just, I don't know. I did get to the 225, though. I got to that stack part, as did the other, as did the enemy um, Smolder. And I did execute a couple people. It felt cool. Um, and there's the little he- thing on the health bar, like there is with Cho'Gath and Pike and everyone that has an execute and Urgot and such. So you do get to see um, about that. I also built Navori and it felt very good on him. The thing is that I wasn't as strong as the other Smolder because he, I mean, he got fed, but he had lethality uh, more. And he also took Lethal Tempo, which I took Conqueror, and I think Conqueror is a mistake on him. I think Lethal Tempo is definitely the way you want to go, especially in lane. I can't speak for the jungle, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I went. Uh... I think I went. P- no, I went phase rush that game, which actually did feel nice for the few times where I was fighting early. Like I ganked and I rallied a top lane, and I was able to just kite her with the with the E movement speed plus the phase rush. She wasn't able to get on top of me, so that was that was nice. And since you're so like ability focused, like later in the game, like your autos don't really matter that much if you can just spam Q. No, they don't. So I think phase yeah, rush. Yeah, I good. think phase rush definitely makes sense to me, and I I think that like you said, since he's so ability heavy. Um, 
I built mana immune on him, and it felt decent, but I wanted the mana, because I, I was building into Navori, and I was like, okay, I'm running out of mana way too often here. And uh, granted, my bard was roaming a lot, and I told him to because Aphelios left, but still, um, running out of mana constantly. So at least picking up a tier, if not going into mana immune, and then maybe like super late game selling it or something, wouldn't be a bad idea. It His Q will apply the full mana immune value, because it applies on hit effects at 100% value. So it felt good. Like, I felt strong, and I could solo, or I could like fight down most anybody except for, you know, a... a fighter set build but i felt good especially once you hit 25 stacks then it starts to actually feel a little bit good before 25 you're like this is absolute garbage but no yeah i agree with that without that aoe it's it's rough to farm which is so slow yeah and the and the stacks, while they enhance damage on the other stuff, they really matter for the Q. The Q is the bread and butter of his kit. It is everything that you're playing around. So you need to get those stacks as much as you could. And I got stacks a little slower than my enemy because I didn't realize at first that you needed to kill minions or monsters with your actual abilities. I, was, I last hit some, and I was like, oh, my stacks aren't going up. And then I was like, oh, I need to be last hitting with Q. So, he might not be a bad candidate to take, like, um, you know, teleport and maybe ghost or something and then start tier. Like, play it super defensively. I'm not sure. What build did you go, Eric? I... Let me look. Um, I mean, for me, I am i can't even see my game in U.GG. Like, it doesn't even come up <laughs> in my small game. Oh, because, yeah, it has issues with quick play. Um, uh, that's why, then. Yeah, so what did I build? I built Navori. I built... Uh, sorry about that. I built Navori. I built uh, Man Immune. I went Berserker Greaves. I built an LDR. Um, I built... I was full build by the end of the game. Um, Essence Reaver. And... I think Collector, maybe? Or... I'm not sure what the last one was, honestly. But so what? See, what did like you say that. your first item was the game? I went Navori first. Okay. Yeah, I went. I went Essence yeah, first in my game, and I'd, I'd never felt that man a problem, obviously, because the item. But yeah, that's what the enemy Smolder did. He went Essence Reaver first, and probably in, I should try that. Um, yeah, it's definitely like but, Essence Reaver or Tier to start the game, but one of the two, just so you don't have that problem. Just avoid it altogether. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Plus presence of mind, if you can dig it. Yeah, I don't think I had presence of mind, but I don't know. I guess I'd have to open the league client to actually check what I had. I can I can do that right now, but um, yeah, I don't know. It like it felt like I was just torn between wanting to get some attack speed when I'm fighting tankier enemies, because the Q doesn't do that much damage even once you have a bunch of AD to like someone that has armor. like He doesn't have that much baked-in damage. He's more of like a ADC drain tanky, but I don't know. It's so weird. I think his W also is like meant to... It should be more It should be more damage-heavy or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel he like feels the, like crap the to w, me. The W is pure. Just a, It's a slow. That all, that's all it is. Because the damage is like... It does damage. Like It's not like it doesn't, but like it's not a crazy amount where it really matters. 
Yeah, the E does piss poor damage, though. Yeah, the E does no damage. The It lasts 1.25 seconds for 100% bonus movement speed, and you can go over terrain, which is great, but like 1.25 seconds is almost nothing in a, in, in a game of League with such a long cooldown, like even at the max level, it's 16. So like you're not really getting... Like leveling, you should never level this. This is the third level up for you. Like There's no yeah. reason to level it up, in my opinion. But it, it doesn't seem like a good ability. I feel like the... The length of time you can fly should be longer. That, that's what I, I think. The length of time that. you should fly should scale with ability level. All right, I agree. More incentive to. Okay, upgrade. so I didn't. Fi- I didn't finish my build. I was gonna go into uh, probably death dance, maybe GA. I had the steel sigil, so I had Navori boots, mana immune, LDR, essence reaver, and then I was gonna go into steel sigil or something, but we lost. So. Right. But the enemy smolder, let me see what he built. He built um, Navori, Man Immune, Essence Reaver, Collector, Lucidity Boots. And I think Lucidity Boots are probably a better option, or maybe Swifties on him. Um, and then I played in a game as well with another smolder on my team. And he built Navori, Essence Reaver, Shield Bow, and he went uh, Lucidity Boots. LDR and GA. By the way, yesterday I played three games of ranked, and all four or the two, one of them went twenty-four minutes. The other two were forty-five minute plus games. It's actually surprising. I played a forty. Yeah, there were three elders in one of my game. Lord, that's insane. Let's do yeah, three elders and four or five barons. That's two too nuts. many. <laughs> yeah. I know, but we had like we would get it and then lose some of the people, and then get it and lose some of the people that were required for it, and then oh they got elder, and then we got baron to stop their push and just stayed away from them, and then it was that sort of shit like back and forth, just trying to herd cats. <laughs> That's what solo queue is sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm gonna get into my th- item theory crafting. That's good with you. Go for it. Okay, so it's kind of what I went with uh, in my game, which start off with the Essence Reaver, because you're spamming the Q, you get the autos in, get rid of the mana problem, and there's some uh, cooldown on that as well. Then I took Ionian Boots Lucidity, just for that extra ability haste, and then Navori Quick Blades for the same reason. And it increases your ability damage, which is your core damage. And then I went Mirror Mana for the same reason, more ability damage. And then I just put this in here for the build now, because if the Q range works like you're saying, like your bonus range is equal to your bonus attack range, um, then I think Rapid Fire Cannon would be unreal on Smolder, because you would just never auto, so you always have like the the energy, like the bonus attacks range, so you can just constantly press Q. Did that not work? Well, that wouldn't work because his Q applies on hit. So it oh, would it does do on use hit. the okay. yeah, it does. So it would so it would also consume the essence reaver. You yeah. don't need to uh, weave in autos, but I can check that in practice tool right now. No, I did not while that. we're recording. But uh, so yeah, so let's get rid of rapid fire. So we're going essence reaver, ionian boots, navori quick blades, mirror mana, and then you can do these in either order. I think both are good, but. Uh, Lord Dom's just for that uh, armor pen, but Shadow Flame is the item I think it goes crazy on Smolder. Because when you have max stacks, you're dealing with true damage. And all those ticks, when once they're low HP, those are all crits now. 
and you're just trying to get them down to like that 7%, 10% threshold. So you're getting that true damage crit. The passive gives bonus magic damage on all three of your basic abilities. So all that AP is being is now crit, as well as uh, there's AP scaling on everything except your E. So that it, it works all around. So I, I think Shadowflame's really good on him. And that, that's really the, the theory. Shadowflame, OP on Smolder. Okay, I like the theory. Yeah. And then yeah, I, like the I, I said Lord flame. Doms, but but I'm not really sure about the Lord Doms. It just depends on the damage. I needed Lord Doms because they had a tank jungler and they had set top, so and that would we had it. uh yeah. yeah, we didn't have a top laner and our team was uh Kane who was red Kane but lethality red Kane, Lux, myself and Bard. So we needed somebody to be able to get through set. I think like with Shadowflame, like even against the tanks, because you have that like per like uh, HP percentage, damage and uh, the true damage. So like you're really gonna shred tanks once you get to that late game of Shadowflame. Yep. Uh, okay, so I'm in uh, practice tool right now. I'm just trying to run around and generate rapid fire. Like the actual get it. Okay. So I think Rapid see. Fire could still be good on him though, regardless. Oh, it dude, it does use his auto range. It's further. Does it reset the rapid fire game? It does reset the rapid fire, but still that's I mean getting a your lot. Q off like one Q if it hits everybody with that AoE, that is a massive amount of damage in a team fight. And if you can do that yeah, safely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because now my range is seven hundred with it. Imagine if you have lethal step, uh, lethal tempo stacked up or something as well. If you're yeah, able really to get good. that, that's nuts. Anyways, so it does work. Yeah, that's definitely a good idea. Then like a rapid fire with uh, lethal tempo could be dangerous, especially if you yeah. get the like ramp that up on some tanks that go on the front line or something. The front to back mm -hmm. fight. I could see um, smolder support going rapid fire first. Just get that poke in nonstop. Yeah, you just want to like throw Qs and Ws and stuff because you have enough mana regen as a support with that support item, and then you just depending on the. I mean, it's very like situational. You need like a very weak lane you're facing or something. But yeah, then you just rapid fire with a Q, do some damage on them. Um, your E helps you check vision, and you could go place wards and then E away from shit, and then your W has the slow and stuff. So you have like a, a semi decent amount of utility for being an ADC. It would be super... I mean, it's definitely not where he should be played, right? He should be played as an ADC. But it could work. I mean, yeah, fair. Because really, right now, I don't think Smolder belongs in any role. I don't think he's good in any single role. With, like, ADCs, there's just better ADCs. Like, if, you, if you're Smolder and you're going up against a Caitlyn or a Draven, that is a tough game. <laughs> that is just not going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be fucking awful. I could see in mid playing him into like let's say they pick a Vigor or I don't know something else that's a bit more passive like you want to scale up you could totally pick Smolder mid into that and be fine yeah very matchup dependent no doubt very matchup I think in all three roles he's very matchup dependent in one of the games that I played against him and we stomped they we played a Misfortune Lux bot and he was just getting dumpstered because, they, yeah, that's a strong lane and Misfortune is broken right now because lethality items are broken, but still he got absolutely dumpstered because they just didn't have... He has no resources for defense other than a little bit of utility. He has no innate lifesteal, he has no innate shielding, he has none of that, and he's 
medium to low range and weak as fuck early. Yeah, hundred percent. Like the slow is only thirty five percent, and your bonus movement speed is only for a second or one point two five seconds. So like that's not enough utility to get you away from people usually. And then like you're saying, no, no. sustain at all, not a single thing. No, no. That's well, why I R, took Ghost I when I played him. Yeah, but like that's, that's yeah trivial. Right, and uh, in lane, the enemy Smolder and myself were both using W to poke and get stacks. We were just throwing it out, trying to hit each other and trying to hit the enemy support and stuff. Because the more sta- the faster you can get to that twenty-five, that's a big deal, and the faster you can get to that two twenty-five is where shit starts to take off. But that's probably into the twenty minutes or so. But if you can get that going faster, it's like NASA's stacks. If you get that going, then you can really snowball really hard. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I'd... in the head, Smolder goes crazy. What are you going to say, John? Um, I think that as far as build, what I wanted to try was uh, basically what you were saying. Essence Reaver, Nabori, do Lucidity Boots to get the cooldown. It sounds pretty cool once you get the 225 stacks, being able to, uh, with Nabori and Lucidity Boots, just having a true damage execute. <laughs> point and click ability that you're gonna have up constantly sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> it's super fun. Yep, for sure. But uh, I don't know. I, I guess um, if I were to change anything about this champion, I mean the W just playing against it. It seems kind of like a useless ability. Like it's so easy to dodge, in my opinion, and it just doesn't do very much damage. Um, I don't know. It's not a very interesting ability in my opinion, but I think everything yeah. else is, is like, and then, so other than that, the E, do something like Eric was saying, like make it scale with your, uh, what do you say? Like level or points that you put into it? Points you put in the ability. Yeah. yeah. Give it, like, maybe start at one second and go to two seconds. Yeah. Or make it like attached to his passive stacks or something like that, like Orlando. His ta- the so his his E does do bonus magic damage based on his passive already. It's twenty percent of okay. the dragon stacks. So maybe with ability level you put in like it's you know twenty twenty five thirty thirty five forty, and it increases something some some other way there. Yeah, I think a rapid fire sounds super fun and good on him as well so but uh, i guess as far as runes yeah i think either lethal tempo or like fleet footwork maybe or pta is an option yeah pta but i don't know the i just i feel one thing i feel like it just kind of seems weird to me is that the stack threshold it's just like so far apart. Like you get the twenty five, and it's like that's really big. But then you don't get another, I guess, feeling of increase in power until for another hundred stacks after that. 
Like the, how? Yeah, it's like how does the, that feel? it's like, like you want to get you could get twenty five before your first back in lane, and then probably once you rotate to mid, you should be somewhere getting close to the one twenty five. You know, after fourteen fifteen minutes. And then you hit 20, 225 sometime in mid to late game, like mid game or something like that. If you're really keeping up on it and it lasts hitting as much as you can with your Q and hitting with your W. I don't know if when you hit with your E, if it counts as when you hit enemy with your E, is it once per auto or just once per the whole ability? I don't, I honestly don't know. It's a good question. That's actually yeah. really important because if you can, you can get like, what, like five plus stacks from that? Yeah. You know, I guess I'll boot practice tool back up and check it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, depending on your sh uh, crit strike, it's 5 to 10 attacks. So you get 10 stacks per E. That's a lot. That being said, you, as Smolder, you don't want to use E offensively unless you're cleaning up a fight. But I think he's very good at cleaning up a fight, especially with his Q. And I would also say with his R, like, if you come into a fight late or, like, it's already started like, cleaning up, like you said, coming in with your R, which is... The range on the R is like from from one bot turret to the other bot turret. It is ridiculously long. It is very long. Uh, yeah. So yeah, range is four thousand two hundred and fifty units, <laughs> and it starts behind. Yeah, you crazy. Too, so anyone behind you gets it as well. Yeah, it's straight up nuts. Um, and I checked. You cannot flash buffer your uh your ultimate. If you try, you'll. Once you start casting the R, if you try to flash, it'll just flash once the cast is done. So don't bother trying. You can flash during your E. You can, just like you can with Smite, you can click on someone and then, or click, uh, with your Q, you can click on uh, somebody and then flash into range and it'll instantly throw it. But yeah, you can flash buffer your W just like you can with a lot of abilities. You cannot with your R. I checked it. One way you can also use your E too, um, if you have Navori especially, you can Q and then press E, get a couple of those little, are those count as autos? Does it do on hit? I believe it does. Um, what, the Navori? The, the, the e. e? Yeah. Let me check right now. So I checked and Navori does, or sorry, um, your E only applies one stat. I guess I could check with two uh, practice dummies here. Shift B. Um, it's still one regardless of hitting more than one target so that's really unfortunate that makes that yeah. ability even worse <laughs> it does it's a terrible ability uh okay i was gonna get navori where is that ability there there like 100 uh, bonus movement speed is super strong okay so e but... it's uh, i need more crit probably then okay let me get a bunch of crit so Auto refresh cooldowns. Turn that back off. E is not applying Navori. Ah, so another thing. And my autos are. I'm checking it. Yeah, so it, it should. E is terrible. E, e should. If E applied on hit, that would be such a great ability. Holy. It's like an Akshan E then if it did. Yeah, which I mean, which makes it seem like it's fine because Akshan E's in the game. So I'm surprised it doesn't just do that. Yeah, but his E, I think we're like we're getting the sense that even yes, it has it. It's good for what it does, but it needs some additional something with how far power creep has happened in this game. And I don't think it's damage. I think it's flight duration. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. It felt badly like, even going over. To, like a great part about this when like uh, I heard that this champ was coming out is that I could fly over to the terrain, right, get away or 
like a like gank someone or do do anything with it but like you can barely get over one large wall yeah which is very useless <laughs> yep absolutely there's a few spells you can cast cast while you're using it. I looked, and it's you can use you can use summoner spells, um, but you can't use any of your abilities or get CC'd or use Zanya's will stop it, obviously. But um, you can use teleport while you're in it, technically. So, do you yeah. keep flying? I don't know, but okay. it says on the wiki here, usable teleport is on there, as is like recall. I did try and recall while I was flying to check it if it's like Zeri thing, and it, it didn't work for me. Maybe I messed it up. I only tried it once, mm -hmm. but... I don't think that should really work, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yep. I um, believe a hotfix will be in ban for Smolder. There's, uh, there's such a high chance he's going to get buffed. Very soon. Yeah, and he's already, I guess, like, yeah, let's go into, like, how he's actually performing. We've said that he fit, we think he feels weak. He is statistically the worst ADC on the patch, and probably the worst champion, if I look, role agnostic. But um, he has a 40.3% win rate one day, one day in, and he has 35,000 ranked games. This is on NA and Emerald Plus. Um, and he has a low ban rate and a low pick rate, so people just kind of recognize that He's kind of shit, or maybe they're not his cup of tea. But when other, I'm glad that he's being released so weak that they need to buff him compared to what happened with several. I mean, a lot of champions in recent history. Um, so yeah, I like that. I, mean, uh, this is... I think that he's he's also supposed to be a beginner, so he's gonna get buffed because he's supposed to be an easy easy ADC to play. He's gonna get buffed. He's gonna probably sit around. 50 to 51% win rate and be balanced, and he probably won't be in pro play at all. Yeah, he does, doesn't have the agency for pro play. No, not at all. If his E lasted longer, maybe he could be played on weak side or something. I could see him being played top in just like in a farming simulator or something into like, if you had a jungler that's willing to play top to support you and then you played into like, I don't know, a Cassante top or a Malphite or something where you can kind of free farm then you could play it, but otherwise, man, he's just, he's so vulnerable, and you know, like we said, he has no innate abilities to heal for himself realistically or sustain or shield or anything. Which is fine that a champion's built this way. I like that there's he's not his kit is not overloaded at all, but it does present him with obvious weak points, which we're telling you so you're aware of. I will say that in the, like you said, you had two rankings and went to 40 minutes. A smolder in a 40 minute game will be, like, I mean, as long as you're actually, like, farming and, like, not, you're trying, you will deal lots of damage in your team fights. As long as you don't get one shot, like, you will do a lot. Like, small, yeah, smolder, our smolder is so good. The smolder in our game was, he was dealing damage. He had 11 kills by the end, and he, st he was, like, 3 and 9 and then got to, like, 11 and 12. So he did a lot of damage towards the end. But he was also, it wasn't the champion, it was him. This guy was like, when we're prepping for Elder Dragon in one minute, he's going top lane, like past their, where would be the tier one to clear a wave, and then getting caught by a, um, a lethality Hecarim. So like. Yeah, that's never going to work for you. <laughs> no, and it's, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't um, Smolder. It was the pilot of the Smolder, for sure, in that game. 
specifically. And then in the game that I played as Smolder, it was different for me. And then the enemy Smolder was also like he was just like going straight up full ego. And when he'd get a kill, he'd like type in all chat like offensive shit. So like I haven't seen a real game of where Smolder is actually being piloted appropriately. But even then, by looking at everything here, I don't think he has that much agency at all. But like you said, if you get a bunch of time into the game with your stacks, you're going to deal a lot of damage. And that shows with U.GG giving, once you get into fifth item options, then he has a plus 50% win rate. That's not surprising. Because once you get that far, you should win. It's like playing a late game Vayne or a late game Asol or Vigor or something. You just have an absolute metric ton of damage in stacks. I'll add in this cool fact right now in all ranks in NA... In the jungle for Smolder, 1,840 games. He has a 26% win rate. It's pretty good. Is that his worst? That, uh, it, the jungle is his worst role, and I helped the, okay. the win rate go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in uh, Emerald Plus, it's 19.3. That's horrendous. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Would, uh, how do you yeah. guys change his W? Uh, so I think I would make the slow increase with ability level, maybe go from like 30 to 50 or 30 to 60 or something. I'm not sure what the breakpoints would be, maybe 20 to 60. Um, I would remove the explosion entirely and just up the base damage of it. I like that because like it's, it's a sneeze. So if someone's in your face, you're bound to hit it. It should like guarantee that big damage, but if they're long range, you know, it's going to be hard to hit. So like yeah, it's similar to a Kogma. It's similar to a Kogma E is the way that it that it feels and it looks and I mean it doesn't look like that, but it, it feels similar to that. So you're using it to slow them down and deal a little bit of damage and poke, but it's it's not your bread and butter at all. It costs a good amount of mana. Um, yeah, do something like that. Up the damage, increase the slow, and remove the explosion. And uh, honestly, maybe remove the. You could up the slow a lot and then remove his passive interacting with it. Yeah, yeah. I think it just needs to do more damage too. I mean, that's the main thing. It's also pretty long cooldown. But what is the cooldown? Yeah, thirteen, 13 down to eleven. That's One. bad. Yeah, yeah. I think For it's an just ability underwhelming ability in my opinion. Yep. So, I mean, if I look at Kogma Wiki, just as an example, since that's, I think that's a good comparison for what it is. Cog's E has a cooldown of 12. Okay. Um, Smolder's W does 70 to 150. Cog's E does 75 to 255. And it slows them by 30 to 50%, scaling with ability level, and Smolder's is just 35%. So Kog'Maw's is just by far better. It's by far better, yeah. except it doesn't have an AD ratio, so oh, that's fine. That's the one thing. It's but, a, I mean, with yeah. both abilities, how they're made right now, you don't use them for damage. A little bit of wave clear, and that's about it for damage. It's really for the slow. Yeah. I think also, so uh, Cog's E is 40 to 100 mana, uh, and Smolder's is 60 flat. Change it so that it scales with, so that if you're going to put more points into utility... Or make it more expensive, or maybe make it like 80 and be more of this actual ability, but make it more punishing to his mana cost if you're going to do it. Because he is a mana-reliant champion early game, so 
make him really have to decide if he's going to try and stack more cues or get away from someone trying to kill him. That's my two cents on the W, though. Yeah, I like that. I think his Q is perfectly fine. That's a, it's a good ability. It's weak early, but it should be. That, it's good overall, I think. It's same with his ultimate. I don't think they need to change that at all. Oh no, his ultimate's great for team fights. It's it, it. I think it'll be like one of the. It's very the, very like, good. Top ultimates for team fights in the game. After I saw moves and all that, but. In one of the games I was in, someone was saying that uh, they thought Smolder's ultimate was bad and they thought it should heal the whole team. I was like, no fucking way that should heal the whole team. That would be so disgusting. Yeah, yeah why, why would Mom care about any, any of his teammates? You know? Exactly. Well, I guess if you want that fantasy to exist, you could go Crip Bloom. You gotta kill someone, though. Uh, yeah. Does... Yeah, it's Does time. Moonstone, if you heal yourself, chain to someone else? Yes. So, so you can heal one yeah. other person. With Moonstone, every 120 to 100 seconds, you can heal a teammate once. <laughs> yep. That's pretty good. Uh, a port, not even the full amount, but a portion of the 110 to 200 plus 75% AP heal. Yeah, just a portion. If you're in the middle of it, too, it's not even guaranteed. That sounds worth it to me. <laughs> yeah, but for what it, what our what mom is actually used for, it's it's good. Yeah, I think Smolder is going to be awful in Aram as well because it's going to be so hard to get your stacks other than throwing your W out at people. I think he, I mean like putting oh. your Q on some, but he's going to be pretty bad in Aram. Definitely, I, I think rapid fire first for Aram Smolder for sure. Guarantee those stacks. May as well. Yeah, tear into rapid fire immediately. Yep, I, I agree with that. I'm sad I didn't, in the in my one smolder game, I died right before I was able to get shadow flame, so I didn't get to test it out or get the the true damage stack. So I still want to get to that point in a smolder game. So I'll be hopefully doing that this week or next week. I think it'll be good. I could see a world where uh, everything is physical damage. I was gonna say. Yeah, everything is physical. I was going to say, like, you could go Wit's End and um, and then, like, Sork Boots and some something AP, but everything is physical damage, so you don't want Sork Boots at all. Sork Boots, like, there is some magic damage, but the amount of that's in there, it's just, it's not worth it. No, nothing does magic damage. Yeah, it does. Um, you, you're passive. It deals bonus, all your abilities deal uh, extra bonus magic damage. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, stats. I missed that part. But even that, plus your alt, that's not enough AP where you'd go. You'd go for that. Mm -mm. No, you gotta be something like Corky where there's mix. Yeah, that's why like the only like AP item I even mentioned was Shadowflame because it's not even about the AP. It's about what else it does. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no like AD AP items anymore, so Sad. you wouldn't want Sadly. one or the other. Although, could you see a world where he builds Seraphs? I mean, maybe that's I mean, a terrible idea. I'm just kind of thinking about it because he is mana hungry, and that would provide a shield for some uh, some durability, and then gives you some mana sustain. It gives you some AP for all of this stuff, and then you can still build AD and crit on everything else. I do get the idea, but I feel like 
if you're going for that, like you're gonna probably build like an essence reaver or like mirror mana either way, or you have presence of mind. So I feel like if you're going for that, like shield bow would just be naturally better. If they put but up the shield bow, not give a big shield anymore. Um, it's a great question. I, Let I, me I see. Mortal shield bow gives you three twenty to five thirty based on level. So with right now, what uh, Seraph's embrace. Um, shield is that thing is huge it's um 250 plus 20 percent of your current mana so i mean it's all it, it's already probably in most games going to be close to half without any mana stuff um i i'm still gonna go with the, the no i like the idea but just if you if they put up the ap scans where you could actually like build those magic items or ap items that have the mana then yes, but like you're just not building enough mana for it to be super worth. That's fair. Like champs, you can stack it mana. It's so good. Yeah, I think also it would be better if his W or something dealt magic damage. Addition in addition to his actual the ability augments by his passive. Yeah. Um, okay, anything else about gameplay that you guys want to talk about? I've kind of exhausted anything that was in my brain. No, okay. Uh, so I guess we'll just go over like his story and stuff, and like the the mat and like how he fe- like how he looks and everything like that. Have I, you I, have either of you guys read his story? I have not yet, but I, I do have one not more either. quick uh, gameplay oh, thing. Go for it, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, there's a smolder taunt in the game. If there's a for his emote, the taunt one, so there's a 1% chance that uh, Smolder will say, uh, what is it? It's like, my mom works at Riot and she's going to ban you. So watch out for that. Don't want to get banned mid-game. It's such a cool Easter egg that they put in there. Nice throwback, the kids screaming at each other on Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Brings me back to fucking middle school. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, uh, John, have you read Smolder's story? Not, no. Okay, so it's pretty bland. I mean, it's not bland, but it's it's pretty... Actually, it is pretty bland. It doesn't really give us much world-building at all, if that's what you care about. Basically, he's a... I mean, he's a dragon. Shocking. But um, in he's from Camivore, which is the same place that Viego and Callista and Hecarim and... Um, there from uh, a separate continent that the map doesn't know where it is, but um, dragons formed like a, a royal alliance with the royal crown of Camivore hundreds or thousands of years ago, and then when Viego went to go invade for the ruination, um, then uh, the dragons saw that he was being insane and didn't go with him plunged Camivore into chaos, most of them died, and there wasn't, like, an egg that was hatched for hundreds of years, and then the one that was was stolen by some Noxians, brought back to the mainland, and then it was Smolder, he hatched, and then his mom found him, and they're chilling on a cliff, and that's literally it. That's his whole story. That's pretty boring. (laughs) Yeah. It's not much there. Yeah, like, there's not really much at all that I'm missing here. Viego's literally the only one that that we know of before that's been mentioned at all. I mean, um, yeah, that's it. And when he's ready, he's going to go back and help Camivore. 
and re bring it back to a golden age. So that's it. Where's the at at the end of that? He's he's on like the regular Rune Terra on a cliff. He's on Rune Terra, yeah, because he uh he sneeze like he would sneeze a lot. You know, he's a kid, whatever. And then one time he sneezed and fire came out instead of just sparks, and he burnt down a forest. And then his mom saw him and grabbed him up, and then they're chilling on a cliff, and she's telling him history about the dragons and stuff like that. And that's it. They're on a cliff in Rune Terra. Nice. Nothing else. Yep. There's no there's no dad for Smolder. Not that there needs to be, but there is no dad at all. Jarvan, maybe. There's no mention of any other. <laughs> there's no other. Uh, there's literally nothing else. That's that's his whole story. It's very very. Unless they have big plans for something else to come out in a color story or in the MMO or in you know something else, it's it's very bland. Definitely seems like an MMO character to me. Yeah, he seems like a side character that you meet along the way that like talks about like I used to be here and now I'm here helping these people and then you have like five dialogue options to ask him about what was it like back there and then they'll be like I don't remember I was a baby and then you move on from them. Yeah, and uh, I mean one thing they could do with them uh, for Smolder is that like because like the whole idea of his gameplay is that he's like growing up and becoming stronger, becoming a better dragon. It'd be the same thing like every time you encounter Smolder in the MMO, he's like a, a year older, a couple of years older. A little bigger. A little bigger, a little stronger. His fire is a little stronger, yeah. Yeah. He seemed, I mean, like, uh, his whole disposition, though, I like that he's, you know, we're getting to another, like, non-humanoid, like, sort of monster-ish. I mean, he's humanoid-ish, but mostly not. Um, I like the way that he looks in-game and his auto attacks feel crisp, and I don't like the other the skin that was released with him, but that's not a smolder thing. I think that's just like I didn't like the design of that whole skin line, and uh, yeah, but he looks cool. His voice is cool. Thematically, it fits. Sometimes a uh, mom roars in the background of your emotes or when you press R. That's cool. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I don't know. Not much more to say on Smolder. It's kind of a lackluster release, honestly. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just sad I didn't get to get in, the one, in this last game. Well, you'll play him in the next week, and then you'll report back next week, John. Yep, I will. Hell yeah. Do we know what the next champ is? Is it that uh that one Noxus character from Arcane? Is that confirmed? Um... What like Admiral uh, yeah, whatever the the ladies the the mom of the one of the main characters. So let's see. Or the last characters. champion roadmap was October. They gave us stuff that's about Huey, and then Growing Pains, which is her, uh, or sorry, which is Smolder. Then they talk about Skarner, a bunch, and then um a bunch of Skarner. So I guess we have Skarner to look forward looking to. Looking looking further out, there is another Vestian solo laner not too far away in the Alpine Forest of the Freljord. Her passion led her to travel, discover, and investigate across her home. She has a natural ability to see what others think is not there. Not too many spoilers this time. Stay tuned. That's that's it. Oh. On the dev blog, at least. On that, I remember when uh, I heard that line about her where she can like see things that other people can't see as easily. I feel like that's something where like there's an ability in her kid in game to either see traps or see invisible champions. I feel like that's part of it. So, Ooh, that would be that's interesting. So, camouflaged or invisible? Do you think? Like which one would you rather see or would it be balanced to be able to see everything? 
I think everything, but it, it maybe it's on like a like a Warwick type ability where there's a passive that you're always using, but then there's like a minute or two minute cooldown on this ability. Because like right. seeing invisibility the whole game is broken and would just completely counter certain champs, and that's not that's not cool. That's not what that should be about. Yeah. I don't know if I would want it to be able to see invisible, and I don't think the only invisible that I can think of is Shaco, which is revealed by nothing. Uh, doesn't does Shaco come up with Oracle's lens? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, well, so yeah, so Oracle's lens you can see where he is, as you can anything that's but like you can't invisible see. or camouflage, yeah. like a trap and stuff, or Teemo in a bush is invisible. Yeah. So, but true you can't actually reveal the model. Shaco, Evelyn, Teemo. Evelyn's Twitch? not invisible. Oh, she, she has camouflage. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Twitch what is what camouflaged. Akshan really? is camouflaged. Okay. Yeah. Um, Same with Senna, I guess. Senna is a camouflage, yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Hmm. Yeah, Teemo is invisible, invisible, as is Shaco, and I think oh, that's it. Kha'Zix. There we go. Kha'Zix is invisible, invisible, For yeah. Like two seconds, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, maybe that ability then, thinking it could be. Maybe it's more for like traps. Could be. Like, I think uh, that would be healthy if there was something that was on like, I don't know, a 30 second cooldown that was like, or maybe a minute that was a, a Quinn W range that would reveal traps. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. Bring back something like it, which I think I'm going to say that they should bring it back to ARAM, which is the potion that you can buy for 300 gold and you can see traps. You're thinking Oracle's Elixir. Oracle's Elixir. Get rid of the thing that's on cannons and bring that back. Make people spend gold that... to see shrooms. So, did you know that used to be in Summoner's Rift originally? I would love that to be in the game. <laughs> but it was so it was so weird. At fir the first implementation of it was it was 500 gold and you keep it indefinitely until you die. And then if you die, it's gone. So you would get it on like an enchanter support, like a Janna would buy it. And then you just wouldn't, you would play it defensively and try not to die. Cause then you would constantly be able to reveal enemy wards and traps and everything. And you could get rid of them. And then they changed it to five minutes, regardless of if you die. And then it was gone. I think from like in season four, it got removed from Summoner's Rift. No, nice. I didn't know that a little, League history. I'm happy to teach you. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about at all, or should we wrap up? I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, nothing here. I'm all good. Okay, sweet. Well, um, this was our uh, cover of Smolder, so I think next week we'll have another patch, which will be great, and probably Smolder will be getting buffed. We'll see if that actually comes true. But um, until then, thank you all for tuning in. We have community game nights that start at 7.15 Eastern Time on Tuesdays, so please come join us for that. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, please leave it in the feedback thread of our Discord server or send us an email at questions at trinityforcenetwork.com. You don't know how to get to our Discord server or if you want to join, that's also on our website, trinityforcenetwork.com. Um, lastly, we have a Patreon if you want to give any money or anything to um, support our content here because you like it. That would be great. Anything is appreciated and it helps us stay on the air. So thank you very much and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. 
If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name, where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we've provided. 